You're listening to The Inside Scoop with Novell. Welcome to The Inside Scoop with Novell. I'm Dr. Rita Simmons, retired Navy captain, medical researcher, and Novell founder and senior consultant. Well, this is the fourth and final episode in our series titled, How to Write Winning Government Proposals. Over the past three episodes, I've discussed several aspects of proposal writing that seem to be particularly problematic for our clients. I've also touched on how differently companies approach the various aspects of proposal development. So as we discuss color team reviews today, you're going to again see that this is an area where companies often don't use the process for its intended purpose. They don't use it efficiently or effectively, and some just skip reviews altogether. Now we think skipping the review process is really a missed opportunity. If reviews are used appropriately, they can serve as proposal improvement steps and as a method to ensure you've incorporated your strategic messaging and you're hitting your goals. So let's start by, number one, defining the different types of reviews. Those are often called color teams and their purpose. So depending on where you received your proposal development training, the review process may have as few as three different review steps or up to as many as eight different reviews. Now I'm going to touch on seven of those today, but I really want to spend the majority of the time on the reviews that directly uh, go into proposal development itself. So the different reviews are often distinguished from one another by color code, beginning with blue team and black hat, which occurred during the pre-proposal planning, then progressing to pink, red, green, and gold teams during proposal development, and then ending with the white hat review as an after action. So I've been asked why the colors for the different types of reviews. Well, to be honest, I'm not sure if anyone knows the definitive answer as to the specific color selection for each review, uh, but there are some common ideas. For example, some believe red team uh, got its name due to all the red ink used when proposals were paper copies or green because it deals with money. So those seem to be as good as anything else. Regardless of the color used to label the review, the most important overarching thing about reviews is that the proposal manager define what is being reviewed at the various stages to ensure everyone's on the same page. Another important factor to remember, each step of the review process is intended to further mature the proposal and assess the proposal for specific elements. So let's define the seven color reviews that we want to talk about today and their purpose. The two reviews that happen during the pre-proposal and capture process are blue team and black hat reviews. Now we talked about pre-proposal preparation in episodes one and two. So this is where capture and BD managers begin the process of using customer information and competitor analysis to sketch out the basis for the proposal. I don't want to spend too much time on these reviews, but do want to mention them as part of proposal planning. Blue team, basically the purpose is to review initial capture planning and then focus that information on the development of the win strategy. Pretty straightforward. The black hat 
Now this review is often conducted by the capturer and the BD managers, and the goal is to predict your competitor's solutions to support strategy development. Now we spoke in previous episodes about understanding your competition and crafting your response to offset what you believe the competitor's strengths are or what solution they're going to bring to the proposal. This review, if it's done properly, will infuse a competitive focus in your proposal strategy. So the bottom line, these two reviews are designed to help develop strategy during opportunity planning. Now the next four reviews that we're gonna talk about occur during proposal development and can be important tools in constructing a winning proposal. We'll start with Pink Team. So the state of the proposal at this point, it should be outlined, and if you're using storyboards, those should be available as part of this review, along with any mock-ups that you may have done, and if there are any suggestions from the writers or anyone else for graphics, uh, things like figures and tables or other visuals, that basic concept should be included, or at least annotated on the outline or storyboard. The basic structure for compliance really should be evident at this point. Participating personnel, solutions, win themes, and strategies should all be clearly identified. So the purpose of this review is to evaluate the outline, confirm the compliance structure, and confirm that win themes and strategies have been weaved into the outline. You want to identify gaps and then ensure that all sections are included and assigned. So this early review, it's, it's critical in setting the proposal up for success. It allows the proposal manager the opportunity to identify any problem areas, if you have large gaps, to make sure the right people are available for each section. And it also provides a great overview. It's somewhat at an, a glance, you get to see your win strategy as it starts to come together. So is your strategy and your win themes are those telling the best story. Is your solution being developed as a best approach or best solution for this client? This review gives you an opportunity to answer those important questions early, and it's going to save a lot of time, effort, and rework later in the process. So we highly recommend not skipping this step as part of the proposal development process. Red Team Review. The state of the proposal at this point, it should be fully drafted and the document should be formatted and contain pretty close of resemblance to whatever graphic table, uh, any type of figure that you're going to have that should be there. And then things like resumes, if those are asked for and something like a personal or a non-personal services contract, then those resumes should be uh, in their appropriate place. The purpose of this review is to ensure that all pink team gaps have been addressed. It gives an opportunity to review the proposal from the customer's perspective, looking for compliance and for clarity. Also, you want to look at the overall value of the proposed solution, including the features that are presented and how they are presented. We spend a lot of time talking about the importance of writing the how during our last episode. This gives you an opportunity to assess how well that you've ex uh, executed this 
and talked about the how in your writing. So the overarching goal of Red Team is to predict scoring and improve effectiveness of the approach and the presentation of material. So while Pink Team sets you up for success, the Red Team review is just as critical and possibly it may be your final opportunity to correct any major gaps, flaws, or make any significant adjustments. So green team is next. Technically, this review can occur at any step of the process. Most people think a green team is only pricing reviews. And while that is what happens uh, during this review, a green team should also check consistency across volumes and determine if there are any requirements that may affect price or approach that were not previously accounted for in the planning process. So if the team is doing their due diligence, it'll mean reviewing for completeness and compliance along the way. This review is often done by a select few company personnel that are privy to the pricing strategy, and it's not typically done by the larger group within the proposal development team. Gold team review. Well, the state of the proposal here, all volumes and sections should be complete, including technical editing if you have that capability, and the pricing volume should also be complete. The purpose here, the gold team focuses on high-level win themes and differentiators, which again we talked about in previous episodes. One of their overarching goals is to make sure the story is told and is consistent. This is the final opportunity to ensure the voice of the document is consistent and your proposal meets all the previous agreed to strategy points. So one note on voice, I have read proposals, sometimes as, as part of a review team or at times uh, we may be reviewing after submission where it was painfully obvious that the document was written by a team of writers that were on significantly different pages. If you turn in a proposal without a consistent voice, the customer will clearly see this as inconsistent messaging. It may be confusing and it will probably decrease your overall score. The final um, review is the white glove review that some people uh, keep in the process. Some people do not use this. This is one of those optional reviews. It is a final review and it's designed to check for visual formatting errors before final signature is placed on the submission letter. So we recommend planning to submit your proposal two days before the deadline to allow for any issues such as company IT issues, submission portal malfunctions or last minute catches from this particular review that you may need to go back and correct before you are ready to bring it back for signature and then submit. Once the proposal has been submitted, most companies close the files and then move on to other work or to the next proposal, which is perfectly understandable. But this is going to be a missed opportunity for your team. There's one final review I'd like to mention, and that's the white team review. So this review documents lessons learned with the goal of using the information to improve your capture and your proposal development processes. So in this case, the famous quote, 
If we don't learn from history, we're destined to repeat it. Also applies and holds true for proposal writing. This is the time you want to ask yourself, what went right? What didn't go well? Were there opportunities we missed? And how can we make the next proposal better? By incorporating an after-action review, you can use process improvement to move towards creating more impactful, customer-focused proposals and increase your winnings percentage. So the obvious question at this point is, if the number of reviews vary, how many reviews should you have? Unfortunately, uh, I'm not going to be able to give you one answer because there is no one right answer to this question. The number of reviews can depend on a couple of factors. So for example, if your company has a standard review process that's working, then you probably have the correct number of reviews. But any process can be improved. Uh, so if you're meeting the goal of having a systematic approach to review content and message early in the process, so basically some kind of pink team level review, and then a review to check that customer needs and the evaluation criteria are being satisfied, then you're meeting at least the minimum review requirements. The size of the bid also makes a difference. The process may be similar for reviewing a 100-page proposal versus a 1,000-page proposal, but the complexity, requirements, and the sheer volume dictate a more rigorous, a systematic process in which personnel probably need to have training and plenty of documentation during the course of review. Uh, the other thing that may impact uh, reviews and how they're conducted would be the timeline from RFP drop to submission. Proposal managers will sometimes adjust the number of reviews to account for a very short submission timeline. So pink team for example, may be conducted behind the scenes on a rolling schedule where writers will continue to write and then they receive feedback as quickly as feasible along the way. So in my experience, red team is rarely sacrificed. It's probably one of the more important reviews to ensure that writing and approach is aligned and editing is made to improve clarity, effectiveness, and for the win themes. It'll be up to the proposal manager to set up a clearly delineated schedule with time allocated for the appropriate review teams to take place. Uh, the other factor is how many people you have available for proposal development. Now, this doesn't mean that if you have a small team that you just don't do them. Uh, it simply may mean the reviews are done by fewer people. So, for example, I was on a proposal writing team where the senior proposal manager was the only reviewer for Pink Team. She reviewed the expanded outlines and the suggested visuals that had been supplied by the writers, and then she looked for compliance and win strategy. She was able to add comments and give feedback in a timely manner, and it worked really well for the proposal development in this particular case. Fewer reviewers doesn't necessarily mean the review process is compromised. It simply means that it's even more critical to choose the correct people for each review. It's quality over quantity in this particular case. So one last key that I do want to talk about is 
preparation. So I know you've heard me say this before, but I'm going to say it again. Preparation is essential for review team success. I will share with you some of our suggestions to make the most out of the time spent on reviews. Number one is to prepare your reviewers. Yes, preparation. I know you see a theme developing here. Before you start scheduling the various reviews for your proposal, you need to make sure that you've selected qualified and prepared reviewers. Each reviewer should have the appropriate experience and background to assess the proposal at its given stage, and they should be fully aware of the strategy so that they're able to provide useful feedback and guidance so that you are moving the proposal to the next level. Reviewers should also have a broad knowledge of your company's strengths and the RFP requirements. But you should also make sure that reviewers have adequate time and availability to complete a thorough review. Now, you may think these points seem obvious, but I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say on maybe a call while we're doing proposal planning and development, sorry, but I haven't had time to read the RFP yet and we are in the middle of writing. Or, can someone send me an example of how our company has previously written a, for example, risk mitigation section so I can use it for this opportunity? This isn't the right strategy and these people may not have had time to fully participate in proposal development. We recommend making certain that people are qualified and are ready to participate before the process starts. Now, although each phase of the review process will evaluate the proposal for different elements, every review should also evaluate wind themes, differentiators, and compliance. So providing reviewers with a tool such as instructions or maybe a scoring matrix designed for each step of the review process will ensure that the reviewers are using a consistent approach and methodology. This may also help reviewers stay on task and look for the elements that are significant to the, that team's review. For example, the pink team will be looking at a rough draft and should be evaluating the proposal outline, not looking for formatting or spelling issues. Instead, you could use questions as prompts in a scoring matrix or an outline sheet for them, such as, did the section adequately address customer needs? Or, did we thoroughly describe our approach or methodology? This will help them stay on track and not get distracted by larger picture items uh, that are saved for down the road. Lastly, I want to talk about editing and formatting. Typically, the proposal manager will be responsible for making sure that each writer is aware of formatting and space restrictions. They'll also be in charge of compiling the elements and ensuring that the document is consistently formatted. If you're able, using technical editors will ensure that you create a polished and consistent document and ensure that all formatting is consistent throughout the entire document. You should plan to determine the process for responding to each review. One or two highly qualified people should review comments and determine which are relevant and need to be addressed and which ones are not. 
If there are any significant rewrites, determine who completes the rewrites and make sure the goal of the edits are clear and very specific. At this point, most proposals are very large, so version control is going to be incredibly important. There needs to be a process in place to make sure that editing and formatting doesn't cause inconsistency across documents and doesn't cost you time by having the wrong people or too many people working on the same edits. Including graphics can save valuable space, present complex concepts and easier to understand visuals, and will elevate the professionalism and interest of your proposal. So we generally try to include a graphic on each page of text. These may be tables or call-out boxes, a diagram, a figure, any of those. It doesn't matter, but something to create interest and help with messaging. And it is important to make sure you're including meaningful elements that bring value, they increase understanding, and they resonate with the customer's requirements. So my final comment on the proposal, the review process is important and it ensures that the story you created is consistent, compelling, and compliant. But the final and most important phase of this entire process is submission. So when possible, I mentioned this before, I'm going to say it again, when possible, submit ahead of the deadline as being on time is part of compliance. If you follow these steps, plan, write, review, the result will be a proposal that portrays an understanding of the organization's mission, their needs, how your proposed solution is not available with any other offerer, and that you will provide better results than the competition. This type of proposal, well, how can it be anything else but a winning proposal? So this is the end of our series on how to write winning government proposals. If you found this material helpful, please subscribe to future episodes and check out our website and social media for more information at Novell Online. Also, we'd love to hear from you. So if you have comments or questions on this series or suggestions for future episodes, please reach out to us at our company email, info at Until next time, Stay safe, stay healthy.